Hey everybody, welcome to the Gossip Stone. I'm Jake. And I'm Josh. And this is like a super secret, until now, until you're seeing it, it's a Zelda podcast where we talk about Zelda things. Josh, why are we talking about Zelda things? There's a couple reasons. One, this is an idea we've had for a long time. A very long, I do have a doc on uh, my Google Drive from a million years yeah, ago. Yeah, this is about- like, we only do the Morphin Grid old yeah, of yeah, ideas. Yeah, yeah, uh, And two, I started playing Breath of the Wild, and so I talk about it a lot. And then my girlfriend, Latasha, doesn't know anything about Zelda. It's like a primer on it's, Yeah, it's like a primer, Zelda. just explaining Zelda. Yeah, we're looking at five, maybe six episodes, and they eventually will be more narrowed down right. to, like, the story, the timeline. Trying to explain, like... Big things in Zelda in a way that can get somebody up to speed quick. This episode is not going to be any of that. No. This episode is going to be us talking about why we like Zelda. And like a lot of Breath of the Wild talk, but in like an excessive way. Yeah, hopefully not in like a very spoilery way. But like, guys, there's... There is some stuff that I'm glad game. that I just found. Yeah, I'm very glad. And I don't think this is stuff that, like, they showed at all. I don't know. But at the same time, I'm also very glad I only watched the E3 trailer and then was like, I'm good with that. That's all the information I needed. Thank you. I saw some gameplay from E3. I saw the trailer. I saw the second trailer, like the third, maybe final trailer, whatever it was. And it had like Zelda in it. And it was like kind of bigger. Obviously, Zelda is in the game. That's not a spoiler. But I don't remember seeing some of the things that I have seen. No. So that was pretty <laughs> cool. I stumbled onto this big thing and I was like, oh, oops. What are you? The game is so big and so open in a way that a lot of open world games aren't because it controls like a good Zelda plus jumping. Right. That's it. But like it's a tiny hop. Yeah. It's not. You can't like if you're on flat ground, you can't even activate (laughs) your paraglider. And within the first, oh, four or five hours of running around on the plateau, I died because I expected Link to auto jump. Did you just run off of that? I just ran off of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't played a video game in so long that I had no bad habits, so I was like, that's jump? I'll jump with that. Thanks. (laughs) Maybe we'll do a whole spoiler episode on... Maybe. Let's bring it back from Breath of the Wild. It's very new. I'm in a dungeon right now like i want to go play but yeah <laughs> i got a little stuck so i was like let's just do the podcast then i'll go back to it so what is your earliest memory of zelda when i was little i had a super nintendo at my dad's house but i was only at my dad's house on the weekend and then for christmas one year i asked my mom if i could get a super nintendo for our house yeah and she got me one and i don't remember any games i had like really bad licensed games like last action hero last action hero like- <laughs> uh home alone <laughs> i never i remember renting Super Mario RPG a lot until I finally bought that one because like a rental place was going out of business and selling their games and I was like give me this one this one's mine uh, I own this but at one point we were at a, I don't even remember what store we were in but I was like I want Zelda because like the cover of A Link to the Past that's the game that that was my first Zelda game was yeah. Link to the Past the cover is just like gold background the Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past logo and that's it yeah, it's super mysterious. Yeah. Which is like a major theme of the game. It's like a mystery. Oh, yeah, for sure. And a friend of mine had it and had played, and I had like seen him play it. Yeah. And I was like, I want this game. So we got it. And then I remember playing that for ever. One of my earliest gaming memories is like getting that game home, opening it up, and playing it for like the rest of that day. Yeah, my earliest Zelda is, I think, Zelda 2 Adventure of Link, but I didn't play it. I watched my friend Crystal play it, who was my friend Lauren's older sister, and by extension, my friend, because when you're five, that's just how things work. Yeah. Um, so I would go over, my mom would drop me off there in the morning, and I'd catch the bus there, and usually we'd watch, like, Sailor Moon, and then 
go to school. Um, and then I would come back and I would stay there for a little bit until my mom came and picked me up. And I don't remember how long that lasted. I don't remember the situation. It was a million years ago. But I remember Crystal playing Adventure of Link and me trying it and being very bad at it because it's very hard. Uh, and her being like, pretty good at it and i was like oh this is great let me watch this and then i then there's a gap where there's no zelda that was when i was like five <laughs> and then when i was like seven or eight i got a super nintendo from someone who worked for my mom and because he was getting a dreamcast or whatever so thanks mark that was awesome of you like <laughs> yeah. that's the greatest thing that ever happened to me <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I would go to Hannaford's and I would like every week I would rent Zelda and then I would return it and I would go back and rent it again and it would be different every time because people would like delete saves or move forward yeah, or, you know, stuff like that so it's this really weird disjointed way of playing Link to the Past. I didn't like play a Zelda until Ocarina. I remember like around that age renting more games than I ever owned. Oh, well, games used to be super expensive. Yeah, I mean there's they still are. But they used to be the same price but back yeah. then. So renting a lot of games was a yeah, thing. Yeah, but I don't remember ever renting Zelda. I don't even remember watching my friend play it, but I know that I must have seen him play it because like I recognized it. Yeah. Not just the game in the store, but like playing it. I remember in the opening when it's raining and the music is different. And then when you first come out of the sanctuary and you get the Hyrule Overworld theme. Yeah. Like that iconic Zelda theme The music, Zelda theme, yeah. I was like, oh, now we're playing Zelda, mom. This is what a Zelda <laughs> is. Before I started renting it, I probably saw it at my friend Layton's because I know he had it. And because that was like one of his favorite games. And so I remember him playing it a lot and being like, what is going on? Because I would always see different parts of the game. So like, I'll rent it yeah. and I'll see different parts of the game anyway. But like the only way I can describe it is like playing Breath of the Wild now feels exactly the same as playing Link to the Past to when I was it's seven. The, it's the only game that has captured that again. Yeah. Or, uh, or Ocarina when you're 10 or 11 or whatever. Where 31 year old me can sit down and play a video game and feel the same way that 10 or 12 year old me felt playing A Link to the Past. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, no other game series has, has, like, captured me the way Zelda has. Everything about Zelda is, like, specifically designed to please me and to be what I am into. Yeah. And this game has made me feel like a sort of, like, I feel like I should have been knighted by the queen a couple times. Like, I've done some cool stuff. Like, I can't remember any, like, real clever solutions to anything. I know I've come up with a couple where I was like, I skipped something they didn't want me to. I, like, I, I, definitely, this, yeah. I definitely glided over something I was supposed well, to go the, through. The, yeah, like, because I do a lot of climbing you ride your horse a lot i do ride game. my horse i don't like i don't like riding the horse because i can't climb a mountain when i'm on a horse that's true you can't <laughs> so but i like climbing and exploring and finding other ways around things so i've gone the back way to basically everywhere <laughs> i've been so far you me and alan are all playing the same video game yeah and whenever we talk about it the stories are always different i think the only thing we've all done so far is the zora domain because i just got there right. i spent a lot of time in and around hateno village trying to get a house yeah so you just got to the zora domain i'm just leaving the zora domain i'm heading back to the opposite side of the map because there's something in the bottom left corner or bottom right corner if you're looking at the map yeah uh that i i want to see i want to find out what it is so i'm yeah. going that way just in that alone like just how we traverse this map is different yeah and that's crazy anyway all of this crazy breath of the wild stuff is super duper great yeah like i love this game to to pieces yeah this is not traditional zelda this stuff. this is though. not zelda 
Uh, uh, well, it is now, and it is Zelda. Like, in it all has the to trappings. be going forward. I don't know how we can go back. And guys, if it's gonna be a long time before we get another Zelda game, I'll tell this you that. This game right has now. an like a five and a half year development cycle. Yeah. At least the next one's gonna be like ten years. From next now. one's gonna be on the the Switch Plus, the Switch U. The sw- <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to regular Zelda. Now, do you want to explain how, in a traditional Zelda sense, because now we have to differentiate between traditional Zelda and Breath of the Wild? Every other Zelda game is not like this one. No, they all follow a formula. Yeah. Of Link wakes up. He's always sleeping. He's a lazy boy. He has to save Zelda and or the world. You also his name is Link, but you don't have to call him Link until this one. Until, again, just all these tropes are getting turned upside down. You can name him anything you want in this one, as long as you want to name him Link. And so you you wake up, you gotta save the world. You have to get three things, and then get four to six more things. Yeah, it's like four or six, five to seven. It varies per game. Yeah. So the portable games are usually like six to eight dungeons total, like that's it. Yeah. But like a Link to the Past, you gotta get the three pendants. And then the game starts because there's like the three introductory dungeons that are like not super difficult. They teach you how to play the game. They give you standard items that you're going to use for the rest of the game, probably. And then you go on to the harder dungeons where you put all those skills that you learned in the easier ones to use to get through these harder ones. And typically it's like, well, the way the dungeon works is halfway through the dungeon, you get an item that unlocks the rest of the dungeon. Yeah, that's how that goes. There's a guy named Mark Brown on YouTube and he has a series called Boss Keys where he goes over... I think he does the game developer's toolkit. That's him. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's breaking down how dungeons work in each Zelda game. And every time he does a different Zelda game, he like learns more about it in general. But generally speaking, it's get three things from the dungeons. In each dungeon, you will find about halfway through, you'll find the key that unlocks the rest of the dungeon and then unlocks more of the world. In Link to the Past is the easiest one. It's like once you get the hookshot, you can cross canyons. Once you get the hammer, you can put pegs down yeah. to like move past there. And like once you get the mitt, you can lift things so you can get past those. So like everything you get opens up more and more of the world. Breath of the Wild is different than that because you can kind of do whatever. Apparently, you can just go to the final boss right away. You won't get there. You'll die very much. You can't. You have to do the stuff on the plateau first. Yeah, once you do But after you do that, you can go through the world like yeah. you can go anywhere so not only is there the dungeons to explore and get through the game the dungeons are technically the levels of the game yeah and in later zeldas like in the legend of zelda the very first game it's similar in open world concept of you can go wherever you want as long yeah. as like i mean you can't cross rivers without the ladder and you can't cross like large bodies of water without the raft or whatever right you still need an item but to you progress can, but you can still do the dungeons in any order that you happen to come across them and you're not always going to come to level one first a link to the past guides you much more than that yeah the path to the next dungeon is opened by the item from the last one yeah and so you can like stop halfway through like you get the mitt you can move on but you you need to finish that boss if you want to finish the game but like if you're not feeling it because the skull woods sucks the most you can dip out and go do something else did a let's play of link to the past if you're curious about how the skull woods is there's a whole episode about it yeah it's bad (laughs) it's real confusing and there's an extra door then there, there's one more key than there. Or there's one more door than there is a key. Some, yeah, something was screwed up. It but all we had to do was like walk under a floor. Yeah, d- d- yeah. Uh, we're, like we're not <laughs> smart men. <laughs> no. We figured it out eventually. Uh, but Zelda is also full of stuff like that, where like the solution is not obvious until you figure it out. Yeah. And then like after you figure it out, you're like, oh duh. And then from there, you can use that for the rest of the game. Yeah. Like, it'll open up, and a lot of times, like in that particular case, like oh, we can just walk under this thing. 
like this is a floor above us. That's in like the first thing you do. That is something you do in the first, in like the second room of the first dungeon. You yeah. walk under a floor. Yeah, it's like, so you we, you knew to do that, but it's been long that you've yeah. forgotten, and this is the reinforcement. So now you're not going to be tricked again by this, because you're like, I, I've been tricked once. Right. So like now I will know. And then you do all these things, you get all these items, you get all the maidens or the sages or the spirit beasts or whatever. You know, you get the goddess slab in right. Skyward Sword, yeah, whatever you do. Actual pieces of the Triforce itself in Zelda yeah. 1. Well, you do the things to get the things. Yeah. Uh, and then you use those things to do the thing. To do the thing. Which is fight the final boss. Yeah. Win the game, save the world. Usually temporarily. Yeah, because that's the other part about Zelda is that it is sort of a cycle. There's a hero, a princess, and a bad boy. Yeah. Is and a Ganondorf. And a, a Ganon. <laughs> He's not always Ganondorf. That's true. He's only been technically been Ganondorf like three times because he was Ganondorf in Ocarina. Ocarina of Time is the first instance of Ganondorf. Dorf and then there's Wind Waker and Twilight Princess spoilers for Twilight Princess. Ganondorf just like shows up out of nowhere at the end <laughs> and I was like yeah Ganon but I was like oh poor Zant. Oh Zant. <laughs> uh, well whatever. So there's like the three roles typically uh, there's the Triforce which is power, wisdom, courage. Mm -hmm. There's a whole goddess. Maybe that'll be an episode is explaining the lore. Like the I think so. The, we could do that like a little bit now because everything is governed by the Triforce. It's, it's these mythical triangles that, according to the legend in Ocarina of Time, was left at the spot where the three goddesses left Hyrule after creating it. Yeah. And that area is the known as the Sacred Realm, and that's where the Triforce resides. Yeah. And if you touch the Triforce, it grants their wish but reflects their heart over the world. So if it's like an evil man, then the world goes dark. Yeah. The myth is... The three goddesses came down, Din created the land, Nehru created the... No, Faeror created the things. Basically life. The and life. And Nehru gave like or law and order. Law and order, like, yeah. Well, not law is in like you're going to jail, mister. <laughs> yeah. But law is in like physics. Right. Is yeah. how I always took it. I, I always took it as like circle of life, kind of like yeah. rule of the land. And like order being like you are this thing and you are this thing and you are like not just like here's a bunch of life. Like now you know what you are. Will essentially gave it like... Like, yeah. That's how the Triforce, and then they left, and they left the Triforce in their place, which is like a representation of them. It gives you the wish. Ganondorf in Ocarina is trying to get that. Or, you know, he got to it and he touched it and it gave him power because he had that attribute, but he did not have wisdom or courage. Right. That's what. Ha so whoever touches the Triforce, basically it's whichever aspect of the Triforce is reflected in your heart the most goes in into you so power is the top triangle wisdom's the left and courage is the right yeah so it's always ganon gets power and then wisdom goes to zelda and courage goes to link yeah and this isn't how it started because the first time you get the triforce is ocarina like you yeah. can go find pieces of the triforce but you don't acquire the triforce right because you know? in the legend of zelda i think you're trying to put the There's triforce like of wisdom of, back yeah. together it's like one of them yeah because um, ganon has power and i do think you have courage i just don't maybe? know if you know that until i don't the know end. if you know that until the end but ganon gets power and then it goes to the other two this is the most wisdom this is the most courage oh it's obviously going to be lincoln 
and Zelda always, but like if it would have been something else, like if Malin would have been more courageous than Link, it would have gone to Malin, you know? Yeah. Because Link didn't touch it, so it didn't start right. with him. Then afterwards, it kind of changes, and as the games go on, they kind of work backwards and forwards in that like, no, there's always a hero, there's always a Ganon, there's always a princess, and so like you're always destined to do this to the point where like in Skyward Sword, the bad guy at the end, his name is Demise, and that is the entity that is Ganon that like allows the resurrection of Ganon and right. you link your spirit to it sort of so you will always be reincarnated in spirit and Zelda is always passed down through like blood right so there's always like in every given time there will be three and there will be a, a collision of some sort just weird that every king names their daughter Zelda I think just in case you know <laughs> like they feel like they have I to. feel like you would stop right you'd be like you're Margaret yeah <laughs> Because Zeldas die. Like, Zelda's, like, bad stuff happens to a Zelda, so, like, I'm going to save you. Congratulations, you're free. Don't, maybe your daughter will be Zelda, and you're dooming her to a bad life. <laughs> I don't know. It's, the the story, like, that's stuff we can talk about, like, later in its own thing, is, like, how the story overall kind of yeah, interacts. Yeah, because I, I feel like, because on the official timeline, games like Minish Cap and Four Swords are included within the same timeline as the other ones, but I don't think they are. They are, but they the time I don't want to talk about it too much, but the timeline starts with Skyward Sword. Yes. It then goes to Minish Cap. Uh huh. There's no Ganon or anything in Minish Cap. It's body. Right. Well, I think this is like Link keeps being reborn. I guess even when there's not necessarily a Ganon. But there's not. This Into is every where, generation, this is a Link is born. This is where Minish Cap kind of loses me. I like the game. The game's great. It's fun. I love it. I love it. It starts a new lore because there's not a Triforce. There's a Light Force, and it's like a solid triangle instead of three. Yeah, and you have to, and then that moves into Four Swords. You have to get pieces of Force, which are little tiny triangles. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And it's it's look. They're not. They're on the <laughs> timeline, but they're not important to the timeline. They're fun games by themselves, but like yeah. you can leave those alone. Which they, is how Zelda as a whole started. It's fun games by themselves, and then just as they kept making someone more. Someone got to be in their bonnet and was like, they're going to be, it's it's the same. What's the timeline? I think the reason for that is because the story of Ocarina of Time is told in the prologue of the game before it, in Link to the Past, and then basically play out exactly what they say, but in a bigger scope, and like, this is the legend version, this is what happens. Yeah. You know? That after that, people are like, well, it's all got to be connected. Right. And now it is. But kind of. Very loosely and kind of poorly. Yeah. That's going to be its own yeah. episode. So, covered the story. We've covered, like, our first experiences with Zelda. What is it about Zelda that makes it... I'm assuming it's your favorite game series. Am I right here? Uh, No, it's second. Pokemon. Pokemon first. exists. Okay, right. So. right yeah. <laughs> okay. Your second favorite. What is it that makes it your number two? It perfectly combines a lot of things things like there it's a fantasy setting in kind of like a medieval era ish place it's, it's apocryphal in some places and it's like it's medieval and it's also medieval japan in some places yeah. and then it's also like future space technology yeah there's sometimes. definitely like a bunch of magic and like weird advanced technology it, throughout the series like a lot of the magic might just be the technology the farther back i go after this game like while i'm thinking about it like i'm like the hookshot could be this weird the same like weird magic that this like it's just yeah. Shika technology even the like teleportation tiles in ocarina of time that like zap you back to the top of a hole yeah that could just be Shika technology yeah like <laughs> it all kind of tracks together like now. it feels like magic then but could definitely just in retrospect now yeah. be tech 
Because there's a moment, like, in the beginning of Breath of the Wild, and you find your first tower, this, like, stone thing distills information and drips it onto your Seeker Slate, and and that's the greatest thing to me. That is, like, technology (laughs) and magic coming together in a way that, like, this equals this. Like, they are the same. So if you, like, just, like, look backwards, you know, like, it could just be Sheikah magic, like, Sheikah technology that is magic yeah because like the sheikah are this like huge precursor race even though everything we've heard before is like ah they're just like protected the royal family like and then they were betrayed but like what's that and the later you go it's like don't worry about that betrayal stuff that's not important they were magicians pretty much not magicians but also like science wizards they were science wizards of the highest order but ninjas in breath of the wild there's just a bunch of sheikah now there's been yeah. one Sheikah ever, and now there's just a bunch of there them. There was two. There's Impa. In in multiple games, there's an Impa. Yeah. And the, there was Impaz once. No, Impaz was not. She was a descendant of the Sheikah. Well, that's Sheikah blood. That's still a Sheikah. But she wasn't like shadow people Sheikah. Right. She was like in an old west town that you had to clear out of <laughs> But moblins. her name was just Impa with a Z It on was it. Impaz, yeah. <laughs> We're at an Impaz here. <laughs> well, then there was also like Vati might be no, Sheikah. No, no, Vati's a minute. He's a minish? Mm-hmm. You're right. He is a minish. Anyway, continue about why you like Zelda. I don't know where yeah, you are. Yeah, so it's like the fantasy set in like sword fighting and you can like, it's upgradable equipment. Your character never levels up, but like you get better with yeah. him. You get better things and you get better. Yeah. And that makes you better overall. And I really, I really like that. And just like the item collection and the overworld exploration where like some of the newer ones before Breath of the Wild, like Skyward Sword has like a two hour tutorial at the beginning. Skyward Sword is booty. I'm going to tell you right now. Um, <laughs> I'm watching a Let's Play of it. I cannot play the game. I cannot get the motion controls to I work need to my jump back hands. into a Let's, I've tried to watch a Let's Play of it like two or three times now. Yeah. And I need, next time I do it, I need to just skip past the Skyloft stuff and start like down on the ground yeah because i can't watch the sky lot it's so boring <laughs> it is it's uh, the, the problem with it is that the world is so small it makes it it pretends it's very big but it's tiny if it, yeah it's like it's, look at this giant map you can only go to these like four spots. it's four total places it's skyloft <laughs> and three other places and that's it and that's that's bad and you keep coming back to those places instead of going to new places that's not what Zelda is. No. Zelda so, is you're given an entire world to explore, and yeah. eventually you have the capability to explore it all. Yeah. And, like, there's incentive to explore beyond just, like, finding the dungeons, because there's heart pieces hidden, and if you collect four heart pieces, then you get... You get a heart, and you then get you get a heart, and you more get more life. life. Yeah. So you can, like, go farther. You can do more. You can fight more powerful enemies and, like, get past them to new parts of the map. Yeah, and, like, there's items that are not necessary... That you just find in that caves. you just find in caves and get and use that that rule and yeah. are awesome but you didn't need to have <laughs> the thing i love the most about it is that it is an action adventure game but it's also a mystery game because everything in it up until skyward sword where they're like this is what's going on and i like the story of skyward sword fine don't get me wrong yeah. i think it's a good story i do have some major problems with it anyway there is a lot of things that are just not explained and not only are they not explained, they have no explanation. They just, like, in Ocarina, there is a giant statue in the desert called the Desert Colossus. Yeah. We don't know what that is. It's not one of the goddesses. It's just there. And that's yep. awesome. There is a fourth goddess. There's Hylia. There's Hylia, who is, like, being referenced more and more now. It, it was weird, because Din, Din Faror and Nairu didn't really exist until Ocarina. Well, there was a thing, and I'm, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I will look it up for the next time okay 
But there was a thing in like a Nintendo Power or on a website before Ocarina came out, which is there's only eight websites on, yeah. on the internet at that time. There was like the backstory of the Golden Land from Link to the Past. And it was like this little poem about Din Feror and Nairu and the Triforce and okay. the Golden Power and all that stuff. See, they don't mention the three of them in that game at all. No, but it was out before ocarina i think i might be wrong it might have been after ocarina right or you know during the development cycle for that or something i don't know but it was to explain it and so there was forever just the three goddesses and then for whatever reason they are like hylia's the goddess we went monotheistic for some reason it's very weird because the other three still exist but don't get talked about in the same way that they used to they were the creators of hyrule but now hylia is just like way more important what if it's a thing where it's like like, they are the creators of Hyrule. They still did that. Like, they still are the one. And they made the Triforce. And they did that. And then Hylia is the goddess, but, like, more of, like, a goddess on Earth. She, to put it into semi-digestible Christian mythology, they are God and Hylia is Jesus. It's that sort of relationship. It could be, but I just feel like at, at least since Skyward Sword... The three goddesses have taken, like, a major backseat. Well, in, all the way back in Twilight Princess, they stopped talking about Din Feror and Nairu, and they added Eldin, Lanairu. Yeah. And, uh, and they split Feror into, into Ordone and Farron. And, like, those light beasts were what I think the goddess... But then there's a point in the game... At the end, where you go to the castle, and there is a sculpture of the three goddesses and the Triforce. And they're like, no, these are the three goddesses. I don't know what the deal is. I think they are just, like, kind of this, like, overarching world thing. And Hylia is, like, a mythology you can feel. Uh, yeah, I feel like Din, Naru, and Varor are, like... We Also, nobody says them the same way. No. Except for Din. I don't even think I say them the same way all the time. <laughs> Sometimes it's Feror, sometimes it's Feror. I, I always go with Feror. Yeah. Unless I said it different earlier. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> so I think those are like the actual goddesses and like the actual creators. But like Hylia is this like symbol of light and like good. Yeah. That maybe she's not an and actual time... goddess, but maybe she is. Yeah, I think she's just like a super powerful thing is hylia mentioned in breath of the wild at all and they do say the goddess hylia gave me these spirit orbs or whatever i think so. yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. every time you come in they're like the goddess hylia you know i give this trial to the goddess hylia right whatever. right yeah. we're talking a lot about the goddesses i feel like that's a story thing that we need to save anything else that we need to talk about in this first intro episode like maybe like what the subjects we're going to be talking about are sure okay so the major two and i don't know what order we're going to be in i don't know what we're feeling but the other four episodes that we have planned are items because items are a very big thing in zelda they're very important it's, it's one of the backbones i would say of of it you can't i mean you can't have more than one backbone or else you have a very weird back but like it's a pillar it's one of the pillars of, of yeah the gameplay of zelda and that's kind of also talking about the gameplay and like kind of the mechanics of it there is the story which we talked a little bit about now and that's the overall like game to game themes like common themes things like that the timeline which is just gonna be a mess because it's everyone has different opinions on it and no, it doesn't make any sense like the timeline itself does not make sense to me no um, i get there are parts of it where i'm like oh of course right but then there are other parts where i'm like that's a cop out yeah you I, copped out you copped out right there <laughs> And then the last one is the the peoples of Hyrule because there's a lot of different races in Hyrule and they all have different functions and and do different things for different reasons and like it's one of my favorite things about Zelda the Gorons are this 
and the Gerudo are this, and the Zora are this, and the Kakiri are this, and like they yeah. all like make sense, and, and there's like the Hylians, and they all like they make sense, and they fit into these roles, and they're all very different, and they all like offer up different things to the world, and I really really like that. So those are the four. If you have anything else that we need to talk about, let us know. Yeah. On Twitter at Hey Jake and Josh. This is in the Gascast feed, so just tell your friends that this is a thing that our Zelda primer. Hopefully, this wasn't too rambly. I feel like it was. But it's there's... probably gonna be pr- the whole thing's probably yeah. gonna be pretty rambly because basically it... this is like ba- we want to gush about Zelda and yeah. we have a forum we can do that and we in. have enough people that would listen to it. Yeah. So that's it. We've rambled enough about Zelda for today. Uh, we'll be back for a couple more episodes. Let us know what you want to hear about. Uh, any points you have. Um, if you have any like thoughts about these things or trivia or things you've come across, email us Josh at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at Josh. We don't have a sign off. We'll see you next time. See you next time.